What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Simple Man's Guide to a Good Life. This is episode three. Um, and last week we talked about routines. We kind of talked about one of the main pillars, in my opinion, to living a good life and taking control of a good life in a tangible way. That's something, I guess, more physical, I guess you could say, although it has ramifications for physical, mental, mental, emotional, spiritual, all aspects, and that was sleep. This week, um, I want to talk about kind of a, a mindset, um, and it, it gets touching on emotional mindset, spiritual things, um, and that is this idea of moving towards discomfort, right? Digging into the things that scare us, that maybe um, are causing friction in our life, and why moving towards it and moving through it is what we're gonna need to be on the path to a good life. Because on the path to the good life, there's gonna be obstacles and we have to move towards those obstacles and through them. We can't move around them, we can't go over them, we can't go under them, we can't try to get cute with them, we gotta go through them. Um, and that leads me to the quote. Again, I always like using quotes. Um, this quote today is from Marcus Aurelius. For those who know Marcus Aurelius, probably the most famous Stoic of all time. He was also an emperor of Rome, considered one of the greatest emperors of Rome. He was a philosopher king, um, and he's had a huge impact on my life. Stoicism in general has, as I will continue to harp on, but Marcus Aurelius specifically, especially when it comes to leadership, was an empathetic leader, was somebody who put others first always, um, and he's just had a huge impact on my life. And so the quote from Marcus Aurelius today that's gonna kind of guide our discussion is, the mind adapts and converts to its own purposes the obstacle to our acting. The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. There's a lot to unpack there, but I think Ryan Holiday, who is kind of today's leader in the ways of Stoicism, he's, he wrote The Daily Stoic, He's written a lot of books on stoicism. He's kind of brought it back into the forefront of the modern era. You know, he breaks this quote down to essentially what Marcus Aurelius is saying is that when we look at our daily lives, when we look at our lives in general, there are always going to be obstacles. There are always going to be discomforts, things that cause friction. And as humans, it is natural for us to kind of like want to run away from that or to not be in a state of discomfort or friction. We don't like it. It feels uncomfortable. But he wrote a book solely based off of this quote from Marcus Aurelius called The Obstacle is the Way, right? What stands in the way becomes the way, the end of that quote. And it's a great book and it's, it goes way more in depth than what we're gonna talk about today, but it details how life can be better handled when we actually take our obstacles head on. We move towards the things that are causing discomfort in our life. Um, and that mindset helps to actually live a better life. And again, I said it's hard because one, it's kind of unnatural, and two, it goes against a lot of what today's society has set us up for. Um, you know, in today's society, we are hell-bent on comfort. Everything, when it comes to productivity, when it comes to, you know, TV, and everything is built to try to create comfort um, because it's easy to get addicted to comfort and, you know, companies and, and things are gonna make products as such. But you know, even when we think about parenting and, and, and all that kind of stuff, I think a lot of people think we want to have the least amount of discomfort possible. 
Um, and I think that's actually doing a disservice um, to not only kids, but even ourselves, you know, when we are trying to shy away from discomfort. And we're going to get into why, and I'm going to give a, a lot of examples why. But I truly believe that our relationship with discomfort, um, the more we build on it, can lead to a better sense of self. Um, it can lead to a better sense of spirituality, uh, resiliency, obviously. And it is one of my core tenets and core beliefs that everything worthwhile in life, that is truly worthwhile, that brings us happiness, that brings us wisdom, um, that brings us purpose, is on the other side of discomfort is on the other side of things that in the moment is bringing us pain um, or we think is hard or even failure right failure can be lumped into this as well um, it's on us to f to frame it as such and to take away things we can learn from this and grow to be better obviously but i truly believe that the most worthwhile things are on the other side of uncomfortable situations um, now, I'm not saying we should you know, necessarily go out of our way to do highly uncomfortable things or put ourselves in harm's way. Um, I do think we actually do this a lot of times um, when we may not think we are, and, and we'll talk about that. Um, and you know, I actually do think there are certain things that are still safe that you can put yourself in uncomfortable pos positions, and if you sit with it afterwards and you try to think about what you learn can actually be beneficial. But um, I'm trying to actually talk about things that are gonna come up naturally, naturally in your life as you live that are gonna create fear, anxieties, um, and it's just uncomfortable and the best route is to actually move towards it, okay? So, you know, one of the reasons why I wanna talk about this week, and again, kinda when it comes to the podcast and newsletter, I'm on this journey with you guys. If you're on the path to the good life, you're always on it and things are always gonna come up. And I wanna use this avenue to kinda talk about things I'm going through. And that kind of sets me on the path of what I wanna talk about from week to week. And so this week, I've actually been having a good amount of discomfort. Um, and you know, discomfort can come in all areas of life. And for me recently, and those who are close to me know, um, I've been actively kind of dating and putting myself out there for really the first time in my life, like dating and trying to meet new people and do that. I've gone from serious relationship to serious relationship. And this is new for me. And there's a lot of discomfort there um, from, you know, meeting new people to opening up and, um, you know, trying to date different people. And for me, I'm trying to date people who I haven't been in relationships before. Um, and it's caused me to, you know, get into things where maybe I'm seeing someone who is different than what I've dated, but in a good way, right? But it's uncomfortable for me because it's not what I've been traditionally maybe attracted to. And I think a lot of people in either relationships or dating, you know, the moment something feels wrong, right, quote unquote, they go, well, if it, if it feels wrong, it's not right for me and I gotta go the other way. As opposed to just sitting with it for a second, you know, and asking, is that true? Is the feelings I'm feeling because it's actually good for me, I'm just not used to it, right? And you may sit with it and still come to the conclusion that it is wrong for you, but I think a lot of people, they have that fight or flight moment or that sense that if something is uncomfortable, it must be wrong. And if it's wrong, I need to go the other way. 
And that's just simply not true, right? We always have to ask ourselves, are the feelings we're feeling true, right? Inherently, is it our inner voice? Are we overanalyzing? Are we reacting, right? Are we building off of old patterns? These are all things we have to sit with when we're getting uncomfortable feelings. We need to critically think about them. And for me, that's something I've been doing. And what I've come to the conclusion of is the discomfort I'm feeling around dating and possible new relationships is really a discomfort with my ego, right? And my ego trying to tell me this is wrong because this person doesn't match what you've dated in the past and therefore it's not right. When deep down intuitively what my gut is saying is no, this is right. And you need to work through the uncomfortableness. You need to work through it and move towards it because guess what on the other side of that could be something truly beautiful and something you've always wanted and you've been working for. But guess what? It's not going to be easy. Anything worthwhile is not easy. Think about the best things in your life. They haven't been easy, but they've been worth it. They've been worth the work, right? And so for me this week, kind of having these feelings led me down the path of wanting to talk about this because again, there's been discomfort but I know on the other side of that discomfort is the possibility of something really beautiful and something I've been working really hard towards. And I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to relationships, this isn't a podcast about relationships, but I think especially in relationships, whether it's friendships, intimate relationships, relationships with parents, whatever it is, the moment something is uncomfortable, we either run from it, if we know attachment theory, we can talk about that avoidantly, or we stuff it down because we don't wanna rock the boat, right? We don't sit with it, we don't ask ourselves about it. We don't ponder on it, right? We're just reacting instead of responding. And we wanna to get to the point where we're responding and we're sitting with our feelings and we're thinking about these things. And again, moving through the discomfort, moving through it as opposed to running from it or stuffing it down, right? And for me, this kind of life tenant became no more apparent than when I took a trip to Iceland, which was really only a month ago. And it was kind of a, a field test for this idea I've had. I even read a book while I was there called Do Hard Things. I purposefully signed up to do a week-long trekking experience through Iceland. And this is like my first real adult vacation. You know, people are like, Jesus, this is a vacation. You know, for me it was in that like, I wanted to put myself in an uncomfortable position that I've never been in before. I've never trekked. I've never really overnight camped day in and day out like this. And so I just went into the deep end with this. So over the course of five days in Iceland, me and this group I was with, we trekked 71 miles. It was an average of 13 to 18 miles a day. And it was highly, highly uncomfortable because man, the terrain was crazy. We'd either be hiking snow-capped mountains or something called like a black desert. We'd be crossing glacial rivers. It was crazy. And then the weather, right? The weather could change on a dime. It would be sunny and 40 degrees. And in 30 minutes, all of a sudden, we'd be in the middle of a downpour and 30 mile per hour wind gusts, right? And so I've told many people about this. I've documented this trip. And so many people are going, why would you do that? Why? And the answer is simple. Because on the other side of those crazy long days of hiking, the uncomfortableness of being wet and cold and asking why am I even doing this was beauty. Beauty in the landscapes, things I can't even explain. Waterfalls and glacial rivers and volcanic structures that you literally cannot see 
unless you are willing to put yourself in this highly uncomfortable position, right? And even on, even more so on top of that was the beauty that I got by reconnecting with myself, right? When you're hiking 10 hours a day, you are in your head so much. And there is an opportunity there for you to test your limits and say, man, I can do this. And to get more in touch with that inner voice, right? Confront our own demons. And in my opinion, this is one of the ultimate forms of spirituality. You're digging a deeper connection with self. You're listening to that inner voice, that intuition, that gut, that spirit, whatever you want to call it. And I believe the more we go through hard things like this and we come out on the other side and we prove to ourselves we can do these things, the more in tune with ourselves we get and the more we trust that inner voice. Like, yeah, man, this is true to me. I did that thing and that's awesome. And then the more in tune we get with ourselves, the easier it is for us to connect and love and guide those around us. But we have to do the hard work first on ourselves and continually move through hard things and see ourselves coming through it on the other side, right? So in purposefully kind of like putting myself through this really hard week of trekking and everything, I was able to find beauty, knowledge, kind of wisdom on the other side of it. And it was so kind of impactful and spiritual for me. Like we finished the last day at one of the most famous waterfalls in Iceland that a lot of people just drive to to go see. No, we freaking hiked over a mountain for three hours, hiked down the mountain the other side to get to it. I was so emotional at the end of it. I felt like such accomplishment and connection to self and reflecting on all the craziness of the past five days and then a connection to my group. I, had, I didn't know who these people were five days ago and I felt more connected to them in that moment than really anybody in my life because of what we've been through. And I also felt like my sister who passed away, Juanita, was there with me in a sense. And I, you know, I cried and, and it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful cry. I felt so happy. It's really hard to explain the kind of happiness I felt the rest of that day, that evening, and even the weeks following. Um, and I created a deeper sense of self where I go, this is authentic to me. I want to go do these things more. It's true to me that I want to go hike and trek and camp and be out in nature. And I didn't really know that until I put myself in this situation. And now I have a deeper sense of self, a deeper sense of meaning. But I would only know that by purposefully putting myself in this highly uncomfortable position. Now, am I saying you guys need to go sign up for some crazy excursion, trekking trip on the other side of the world or something? No, wouldn't hurt if you can do that. I think it'd be fun if you're into that kind of thing. But I think we can look at simpler things in our day-to-day -day life. I'm gonna start with something that I think probably most people who are reading this or listening to this are already doing, working out. I'm guessing most people listening, like I said, reading are working out in some capacity. Is working out comfortable? No, obviously not. Now, we may love it because it's part of our daily routine and something we've been doing for years, but inherently working out is not comfortable. Your muscles burn, we sweat, we probably work through injuries here and there, aching joints, whatever it is, right? Nobody would say that the act of working out is a comfortable thing. So why do we do it? Because we know inherently, and we've also been taught, and we also see it come to fruition, that on the other side of working out is a healthier body, a more resilient mind, happiness, right? After the workout is done, 
99% of people are happier or they, they're happy they did it. Even though in the moment, they're asking themselves, why am I doing this? Why do you keep coming back? Because the moment it's over, 10, 15 minutes after, you're smiling, you're laughing, you feel great, right? It's a small example, but this example can be spread out through the rest of your life. You're doing something hard that's uncomfortable in the moment, and on the other end of it is beauty, is wisdom, is happiness, right? And so I want you to just kind of think about your life right now. All, your whole life. Think about the moments you have the biggest discomforts, the biggest fears of failure, maybe even failures, or even traumatic experiences. What were your biggest obstacles, right? Sit with it, really think about it. And think about these things when you went through them, right? On the other side of them, what did you learn about them? Did the world come collapsing around you? Or were you able to reframe it? Were you able to learn from it? Were you able to find joy from it? A deeper connection to self, right? I'm sure we all have these moments in our life where there was something on the other side of it that led us to be a better version of ourselves. And that's not to take away from the pain or the friction or whatever that that thing caused. It's just a reminder that on the other side of it, there was something beautiful to be had. That hard conversation you had with your spouse or that promotion you asked for, right? There's so many things. Maybe you left a job that wasn't serving you and now you're doing something more passionate. The examples are endless here, right? But we all know what scares us right now. As you're listening to this podcast, there is something that you know you need to do, right? Whether it's that conversation you need to have, those boundaries you need to put up, uh, that thing you need to do at work. We all have it and we're always gonna have these things. That decision you need to make one way or the other and you know you need to make it but you're just, you're scared, right? We all have these things that are creating friction in our life. And my goal for you guys is to sit with it first, right? Just sit with it and ask yourself, would you be better served moving towards that discomfort and taking it head on, having that conversation, making that decision instead of sitting with indecision, right? And then once you decide, you go take it head on. And you know that in the moment, yeah, it's gonna be uncomfortable. It's gonna be an uncomfortable conversation. It's gonna create some emotions that come up. You know, whatever's gonna happen. It might be scary for, depending on how big the decision is, you know, it might be scary when you're in it. But on the other side of it, after you're through it, after you have that conversation, after you made the decision, sit with it again, right? How do you feel now? What did you learn? Maybe that, you know, it takes a couple of weeks for you to sit with what you, you learned, but always bring awareness back to the self. You have opportunities here when you move towards discomfort, when you move through the things that scare you, to get a deeper sense of self and to learn. That's where wisdom is had, right? You can start small with this, make one small step. Maybe there's a trip you've been wanting to plan forever, but uh, there's just some friction there, you know? Ah, oh, gotta ask time off, and I feel bad when I do things for myself, okay? Make one small step. Look at your calendar and go, this is the week I could do. Cool, that's one small step. Next week, make a step further. I'm gonna ask for the time off, you know? And it's exposure therapy, right? And then you can start moving to bigger and bigger things and it will be easier to move into discomfort and move towards obstacles in your life the more you do it. Because you will learn that the world's not gonna collapse around you and that in fact on the other side of it, there can be beauty, right? 
And there are always gonna be obstacles on the path to a good life. And we need to learn how to move towards them and move through them instead of trying to avoid them and go around them. So this week, go get uncomfortable, go see how it feels on the other side and just try to get after it and remind yourself everything's gonna be all right and you're gonna be a better version of yourself on the other side of it. All right, guys, have a good week. See you back here next time.